Hello and welcome to the EMG Girl podcast. I'm Mark Koskila and today we're going to be looking back at the news from the last month in the pharmaceutical industry. From the latest COVID-19 treatment developments to a series of progressive awareness campaigns, Isabel O'Brien from the Gold editorial team is going to guide you through all the highlights from the past four weeks in pharma. But before I hand over to her, I'd like to remind you that a brand new issue of Gold magazine is out tomorrow. Be sure to subscribe on our website to get it sent straight to your inbox when it's released. We can't wait to share it. Now, take it away, Isabel. Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the EMG Gold podcast. I'm your host for today, Isabel O'Brien, and it's that time again to look back on the past month in the pharmaceutical industry. So let's jump in and review all the highlights from November. First off in COVID-19 news, Eli Lilly has struck a deal with the US government for $1.29 billion to supply its antibody treatment for mild to moderate COVID-19 or post-exposure prophylaxis in high-risk patients. The company is set to provide at least 400,000 doses by the end of 2021, with a further 214,000 guaranteed for delivery by the end of January next year. This news comes after Lilly's previous step back from the European Medicines Agency after the company pulled its application to supply its combination treatment in the region due to low demand. Also in COVID news, Merck and Ridgeback has received its first use authorization for its Ori antiviral, Molnupiravir. The UK signed off on the treatment for adults who have received a positive result on a COVID-19 test and have at least one factor that puts them in a high-risk category. The decision for approval was based on the drug's interim analysis from its phase three trial, in which molnupiravir was shown to reduce the risk of hospitalization or death by around 50% in patients not hospitalized or vaccinated. Moving on now to marketing news, Nova Nordisk has teamed up with Queen Latifah to produce a new TV project, It's Bigger Than Me. The project is aiming to target societal stigma around obesity. The video series is an awareness campaign based around the popular TV genres of medical drama, crime series and 90s sitcoms, aiming to beat the stigma around this health issue. The first video of the campaign features the popular actress and singer rushing with a gurney through a hospital hallway, later diagnosing the patient with stigma brought on from a lack of knowledge around obesity. Another marketing update AstraZeneca has released its fifth instalment of the Survivors Have Heart campaign, which features heart attack survivor and fitness mogul Bob Harper's photography. This instalment displays the black and white portraits of five heart attack survivors who are undergoing training to become mentors for fellow sufferers. The goal of the campaign is to challenge public perceptions of heart attack survivorship and celebrate their second chances at life. Up next is mergers and acquisitions. The race towards RNA interference technology is really heating up. There's speculation that Novartis's $21 billion payout from its sale of its stakes in Roche could be spent on another large acquisition from the Swiss pharma giant, which according to Bloomberg has its eyes set on Alnilam Pharmaceuticals. The Massachusetts-based biotech company developed the NRAI technology behind Novartis's new drug Lecfio which is nearing an FDA decision at the moment. This potential acquisition would follow Nova Nordisk's purchase of NRAI biotech Discerna Pharma for $3.3 billion. 
In other mergers and acquisitions news, Merck & Co has completed its buyout of Acceleron Pharma, having gathered a 63.3% of the company's outstanding shares. The acquisition, totaling $11.5 billion, has not been an easy one, though. Merck has extended its offer twice before this deal was met, with a fair amount of opposition from Acceleron activist stakeholders such as Avaro Capital, Holocane Advisors, Darwin Global Management and Phaleron Capital Management. Moving on now to research and development news, AstraZeneca and Moderna's mRNA treatment for heart failure has delivered promising early results. In its Phase 2b Epicure trial, the mRNA-encoding vascular endolithial growth factor, or VEGFA, was injected into the cardiac muscle of patients undergoing elective coronary artery bypass surgery and gained positive reactions. It has officially met its primary endpoint of safety and tolerability. And finally, Gilead Science's breast cancer therapy drug, Troldelvi, has been approved for the treatment of triple negative breast cancer in Europe. This announcement comes after a positive nod from the European Medicine Agency last month, with the therapy now being recognised as a monotherapy for the treatment of adults with unresectable or metastatic TNBC, which is widely regarded as the most aggressive form of breast cancer. And that is all we have time for for our November in review, but please do join us next month where we'll be looking into all the highlights from December. Do make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that. But while you wait, why not check out our sister publication, Gold Magazine, which you can find at www.emg-gold.com. We'll be releasing a brand new issue on the 8th of December. Thank you for joining me today. Take care and bye for now. Thank you, Isabel, for summing up November's news. Coming up in December, I'm thrilled to share that we're going to be speaking to Catherine Owen, Senior Vice President, Major Markets at Bristol Myers Squibb, as well as releasing an exciting podcast looking back on our guests' favourite moments from 2021. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. In the meantime, do remember to check out the brilliant articles, interviews and more when the next issue of Gold comes out tomorrow at www.emg-gold.com. So take care and goodbye for now.